1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries. And we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject Romans for or against Torah. This is part 7 of the series. Next, we are going to do a detailed analysis of Romans chapter 6. Because there's a verse in Romans in chapter 6, and it is verse 14, that Christians like to quote as a basis for saying that when you believe in Yeshua as the Messiah, when you're saved by grace through faith, and when you trust in Him for your righteousness, they therefore then say, trying to use Romans chapter 6, verse 14, that you're not supposed to follow the Torah because they say it's been nailed to the cross. And so now let's look at Romans chapter 6 in context and let's see what Romans chapter 6 is saying as we come to Romans chapter 6, verse 14. And what we're going to see here in Romans chapter 6 is Paul is once again going to be making a spiritual analogy and a spiritual comparison and we must understand that spiritual analogy and that spiritual comparison in context in order to understand the point that he's trying to make in Romans chapter 6 verse 14 which the whole verse reads for sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under the law but under grace. So let's begin by looking at this chapter from a Hebraic perspective with Romans in chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, as it is written. What shall we say then? Shall we, that is Jew and non-Jew, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? And Paul answers the question, God forbid. So Paul says, should we continue in sin? So what do we have to do to continue in sin? Well, it says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 4, whoever commits sin transgresses the Torah for sin is the transgression of the Torah. So given that sin is the transgression of the Torah, Paul asks the question shall we continue transgressing the Torah that grace may abound? God forbid. So Paul has already said that we're not supposed to continue transgressing the Torah but instead therefore we should be following the Torah. So now he goes on in Romans chapter 6 verse 3 Know you not that so many of us as were immersed into Messiah Yeshua were immersed into his death. So he's going to begin to make a spiritual analogy comparing what Yeshua literally did and how our spiritual lives are to be reflected and follow after the example in the leading of Yeshua in his literal earthly life example. So now in the spiritual analogy, Paul is equating being immersed into Messiah with being immersed immersed or identify with his death and then in the next verse in Romans chapter 6 verse 4 Paul continues with the spiritual analogy that if we spiritually are immersed unto his death then spiritually we are to walk in his resurrection in resurrection life Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Therefore, therefore is connecting that we that are immersed in the Messiah is we are immersed into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by immersion into death. This is spiritual. That like as, it's an analogy, like as Messiah was raised up from the dead, now he did that literally by the glory of God, even so we spiritually should walk in newness of life. So Paul is making the analogy using Messiah's life as an example that his death, burial, and resurrection, we follow after in our spiritual lives as we seek to live our lives in this world unto Yeshua and follow after his teachings and after his ways. So now in looking at the spiritual analogy that Paul is making here in Romans, in chapter 6 he makes the point that if we are immersed into his death then through the help and the inspiration of his holy spirit we are not to live a sinful lifestyle romans chapter 8 verses 11 and 12 but if the spirit of him that raised up yeshua from the dead if the same spirit that raised up yeshua from the dead dwells in us he that raised up messiah from the dead will also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. That that same spirit that raised Yeshua from the dead that lives in us, it will cause us to live a resurrected spiritual lifestyle in Yeshua where we don't live our lives according to the flesh, the desires of the flesh, and according to the wisdom of this world in our carnal minds. That's why He says in romans chapter 8 verse 12 therefore brethren we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. So his point is that we don't live fleshly lies according to the wisdom of this world and our carnal minds. That's why he says that the carnal mind does not follow the Torah. Romans chapter eight, verse seven. The carnal mind is an enemy against God. It's not subject or it doesn't follow the Torah of God. Neither indeed can it be because the nature of the carnal mind is in conflict with following the Torah by the Spirit of God. The carnal mind is going to reason according to natural reasoning, natural logic, and natural circumstances. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 or 7, we're to walk by faith and trust in the God of Israel and his covenant promises to us and not by sight or according to our carnal mind, our carnal eyes, and carnal thinking. So in stating that the carnal mind is an enemy against, god it doesn't follow the torah of god paul follows up with this thought in romans chapter eight verse eight so that they that are in the flesh cannot please god they that are in the flesh are they that don't follow the torah who live according to a carnal mind and so in looking at the spiritual analogy that paul is making in romans chapter six that if we are in our spiritual lives, in our spiritual walk, if we are immersed into Messiah's death, then we're to live a resurrected life in him. We are resurrected with him. And that resurrected life is following the Torah by his spirit. Ephesians chapter two, verses one and two. And you has he quickened who were dead and trespasses and sin. So Paul is comparing the formal way, the former man who's dead and trespasses and sins. Now, if you're dead in trespasses and sin, you're not following the Torah. And it's this one, has he quickened or made alive in Yeshua, wherein in time past, that is before we accepted Yeshua as Savior and Lord, that we in time past, we walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. So the children of disobedience don't follow the Torah. The flesh doesn't follow the Torah. The carnal mind doesn't follow the Torah. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 4 and 5, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, that is walking according to flesh in our carnal mind and the ways of the world, has he quickened us or made us alive together in Messiah. And he's raised us up together and he's made us sit together in heavenly places inside Yeshua. And so this is what happens in the new birth, that as we accept Yeshua as our Savior and Lord, there's a work that's done in our spirit. There's a work that's done in our heart. And if we renew our minds to the word of God, to the Torah of God, and we begin to think and reason according to following the Torah and the word of God, and if we're led by the spirit, then we are going to live a lifestyle that's a resurrected life lifestyle. And in the spirit, he's raised us up together and he's made us sit together in heavenly places in Messiah Yeshua. And so continuing on in Romans chapter six, in the spiritual analogy that Paul is making here, that he makes the point that if we are immersed into Messiah's death, then we are to live a resurrected life in him or newness of life. Romans chapter six, verse four. Therefore, we are buried with him by immersion into death. And so our old man is to die just like Yeshua died on the tree therefore we are buried with him by immersion in the death that like it's an analogy like as Messiah was raised up from the dead by the glory of the father even so we should walk or live our lives in a daily basis in newness of life we should not be living our lives once we've accepted Yeshua as Savior and Lord of our lives we should not be living our lives according to the flesh the ways of the flesh and the thinking of the carnal mind, who walks after natural eyesight, natural logic, natural reasoning, according to the wisdom of the ways of the world. Romans chapter 8, verse 10, Paul says, if Messiah be in you, the body is dead because of sin, that the flesh, the body, is not supposed to live a sinful lifestyle once you've accepted Yeshua as Savior and Lord of your life. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Continuing on in Romans chapter 6, and now in verse 5. If we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, that is, as we live our lives on a daily basis, the analogy is compared to Messiah's literal death, And then his resurrection. If we've been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. So he was raised to glory by the Spirit of God. So we're to live our lives on a daily basis by the Spirit of God. Romans chapter 6, verse 6. Paul is going to make the point in the spiritual analogy that if we are immersed into Messiah's death, that we should not be living a sinful lifestyle. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that we should not serve sin. Romans chapter 6, verse 7, for he that is dead is freed from sin. And so the point that Paul is making is, once we've accepted Yeshua as Savior and Lord of our life. that we should be living a lifestyle wherein, with the power and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, that our old man that wanted to do what it wanted to do according to the flesh and the carnal mind is to die, is to be crucified, like Messiah was crucified and he died in the flesh. And so then in Romans chapter 6, verse 8, now, if we be dead with Messiah, being dead with Messiah is our old man is not to serve sin. If we serve sin, what do we do? We transgress the Torah. So it's the old man that lives a lifestyle of transgressing the Torah and the new man that's been raised in newness of life is to not live that lifestyle because he has the Holy Spirit to help him to overcome the flesh in. The desires of the flesh romans chapter 6 verse 8 now if we be dead with messiah we believe that we shall also live with him in how we live our lives on a daily basis we should live a resurrected life Romans chapter 6, verse 9, knowing that Messiah being raised from the dead, he doesn't die anymore. So the analogy is made with our flesh, that that old man is to be crucified. Messiah died once, so that old man is to be crucified once you receive Yeshua, a Savior and Lord of your life. And once he's crucified, that old man is to remain crucified. So Paul makes the point, knowing that Messiah being raised from the dead doesn't die anymore, death has no dominion over him. The analogy is the old man who wanted to walk and live according to fleshly desires and walk according to the carnal mind, which is an enemy against God, that the flesh and the carnal mind should not have dominion over you once you've received Yeshua and renew your mind and are led by his spirit. Romans chapter 6 verse 10, for in that he died he died unto sin once but in that he lives, he lives unto God. Likewise, you see it's an analogy. Likewise, Romans chapter 6, verse 11, reckon you also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. So in the Siam, I am to regard and consider my flesh and my carnal mind dead, to be old, to be crucified. And instead, I'm to have my mind renewed and I'm to be alive unto God through Yeshua Messiah, our Lord. Romans chapter six, verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. So that's the point he's trying to make. That once you've accepted Yeshua as Savior and Lord of your life, you should not be living a lifestyle wherein sin reigns in your life, where you are dominated by the flesh and the desires of the flesh and you live according to carnal earthly Thinking, let not sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lusts thereof. So a believer in Yeshua should not live a sinful lifestyle. Continuing on, what Paul is making a point of in Romans chapter six, verses 12 and 13, let not sin reign in your mortal body. Then in Romans chapter six, verse 13, neither yield you your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. So he's making the point that we should not be living a sinful lifestyle Uh, but what do we have to do to sin? 1 John chapter 3 verse 4, whoever commits sin transgresses the Torah, sin is the transgression of the Torah. So he says, let not sin reign in your mortal body, let not transgressing the Torah reign in your mortal body, and neither yield your members to instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, transgressing the Torah. So very clearly, if we know what sin is, Paul is making the point that we are not to live a sinful lifestyle, and thus we're not to live a lifestyle of transgressing the Torah. Now, in Romans chapter 6 verse 13, Paul goes on to say, rather than living a sinful lifestyle, we are to yield ourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead. It's the Spirit of God that raised Yeshua from the dead and likewise, when we receive Yeshua into our hearts and our lives, we receive the indwelling Holy Spirit and that same Spirit that raised Yeshua from the dead lives in us and should be leading and guiding and directing our lives. And as a result, we yield ourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. And uh, Paul said in Romans chapter seven, verse 22, I delight in the Torah of God after the inward man. And so if we yield ourselves as instruments of righteousness, Paul says he delights in the Torah of God after the inward man inward man. Therefore, Paul is exhorting those who've been saved by grace through faith, who put their faith, trust, and confidence in Yeshua for their salvation, that they should live a lifestyle wherein they follow the Torah by and through the help of his Holy Spirit. So he says in Romans chapter 8 verse 4, that the righteousness of the Torah is fulfilled. That which the Torah in the way in which the Torah wants us to live our lives is fulfilled by those who do not walk after the flesh but walk after the spirit so what do you have to do to walk after the flesh he says in Romans chapter 8 verse 7 that the carnal mind is an enemy against God it's not subject to the Torah of God and then he says in Romans 8 8 those that are in the flesh so righteousness of the Torah is fulfilled in those who obey the Torah by the Holy Spirit and not through those who break the Torah so he says in Romans chapter 6 verse 14 sin shall not have dominion over you. So when Paul says that sin shall not have dominion over you, what is sin that is not to have dominion over us? First John chapter 3 verse 4. Whoever commits sin transgresses the Torah. Sin is the transgression of the Torah. So transgressing the Torah shall not have dominion over us transgressing the torah should not have dominion over us so paul is very clearly stating that in yeshua we should follow the torah and that being the case how is it when paul is making the case in romans chapter 6 that we should not be living a sinful lifestyle that then in christianity they take the words of paul in romans chapter 6 verse 14, where at the end of the verse he says, You're not under the law but under grace, and then they try to state that you're not supposed to follow the Torah. If you don't follow the Torah, then you sin, and if you sin, you're in the flesh. And Paul said, You're not to be in the flesh, but instead, you're to live your life under Yeshua by the Spirit. So, Romans chapter 6 verse 14 For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law but under grace. So, not following Torah by his spirit after we believe in Yeshua is the law of sin and death. So, we're not under the law. Is he talking about law versus grace in Romans chapter 6? No. He's making the point that we are not to live a sinful lifestyle, but instead we're to live a resurrected life lifestyle in Yeshua after we've been saved by grace through faith, which comes by following and being led by the the Holy Spirit, because he says in Romans chapter 8, verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Messiah Yeshua has made me free from the law of sin and death. And so he's defining the law of sin and death as those who believe in Yeshua, but yet don't follow the Torah by his spirit, who he calls in Romans chapter 8, verse 7, as being carnally minded. And he says in Romans chapter 8, verse 6, that those who are carnally minded are death, and to be carnally minded is death. But then he says in Romans, in chapter 8, verse 6, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And he just said what is spiritual in Romans chapter 7, verse 14, and that is the Torah. So given that we have this phrase in Romans chapter 6, verse 14, you are not under the law, but under grace, we see in context, one meaning of not under the law is we're not under the law of sin and death, because that old man is to be crucified, just as Yeshua's flesh was crucified, and in the analogy that if the flesh follows the desires of the flesh, it will result in death. Because he said in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, that the wages of sin is death. And so we're not under the law of sin and death, but we're under the grace that comes in the new covenant that is given to us once we put our faith, trust, and confidence in Yeshua the Messiah and being saved by grace through faith, and with that grace, he gives us the Holy Spirit to help us to follow his Torah by his Spirit so we can produce the fruit of the Spirit, which Paul explains in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 25. So, another way that we can understand and how Paul uses this phrase, under the law, given that It says in Romans chapter 3 verse 19. Now we know that what things that the law says, it says to those that are under the law. And Paul uses this phrase in Galatians chapter 4 verse 21 as well. Tell me, you that desire to be under the law, do you not hear what the Torah says? And so Paul is using this phrase under the law, and he's going to refer it to something that the Jews are doing, and it's the Jews that don't believe in Yeshua as the Messiah. But then he's going to use the phrase that we are to be under the law of Yeshua. So what's the law of Yeshua that we're to be under? We're to follow his Torah by his spirit. And so how's he going to use the phrase under the law as it relates to the Jews? It's establishing their own righteousness and not following after the Torah righteousness. And so in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 20 and 21, it is written, "And under the Jews I became as a Jew that I might gain the Jews, to them that are under the law." So now he's referring to Jews that do not believe in Yeshua as the Messiah who are seeking to follow the Torah. He refers to them as being under the law. And primarily the religious Jews of the 1st century that did not believe in Yeshua as the messiah they are primarily the sect of the jews called the pharisees well that's going to conclude part seven of the series on the subject romans for or against torah shalom in yeshua the messiah amen